Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting the ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is March 29th, 2022. We're a little late with this podcast because Molly's birthday was yesterday. It was. And I said for my birthday, I don't want to do a podcast. Yeah, that was her birthday (laughs) present. No podcast. I won't do anything tonight. (laughs) Yeah, it turned a big 3-4. Yeah. Am I supposed to say that? Uh, yeah, you can say it. Okay. Well, I'm okay with it. You know. I'm still to, at that point where I'm like, yeah, it's just a number, kind of. Time to trade you in for a younger model anyhow, so. <laughs> you say that every year. Every year. Every year since 30. <laughs> I think 29 is when it started. No, I'm pretty sure like 25. Old man cackle. Oh, All right, man. we got a good show for you. Lots happened in the past week. A lot of trades, a lot of moving around, a bunch of good stuff going on. So let's get right into it. Uh, Molly, you want to start off with anything? Um, I have like chronological order. Here's what's happened. So I guess the oldest thing, uh, the Falcons re-signed Cordero Patterson. So he was off the market. That happened before we signed Leonard Fournette. You think uh, that had anything to do with us signing Leonard Fournette? No, I don't think so. I wouldn't have been mad if we would have got Patterson. I know, me neither. And then it was like, yeah, our options kind of were more limited. Um, so we signed Leonard Fournette. Uh, it was a three-year deal worth twenty-one million, up to twenty-four million in incentives. I was surprised at the size of that contract. Yes, me too. That's what seven million a year. Eight, yes, yeah, seven, up to eight. Yeah. Yeah, that's top ten running back money, which is you know he wanted top five supposedly. Uh, you know he might could have gotten it somewhere, but. I guess nobody came calling. He went to the Patriots, visited with them, and then immediately came back and signed with us. <laughs> He's probably like, yeah, they're too strict up there. I like this well, drinking coach we got. I think maybe he realized his prospects were limited. But I am surprised that we paid that much money. Normally, we do not pay that much money to running backs. So And the three-year deal. It's very curious. We keep getting three-year deals for got, everybody. Yeah, got a quite quite a Jensen few. Jensen yeah. got three years. Yeah, not not as many one-year deals as we've been seeing, which is what Fournette was on previously, right? Didn't yes. he have two one-year deals back-to-back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we kept doing that. And so it's just interesting that uh, they're coming back for – multiple years this year brady stay until he's 50 that's what i'm hearing that's i mean it's the question what what does that mean you know i mean we've kind of all assumed that tom brady has taken a pretty big role role this offseason in recruiting people and if the people he's recruiting like jensen like fournette are coming back for multiple years what does that say about mm-hmm. how long Tom Brady's planning on being here? Yeah. I don't know that he knows, but it's just an an interesting nugget. Yes, I agree with you. Hopefully he'll be here for a while. I, you know, hopefully this ain't his last year, but I'm going to act like it is his last year. Yeah, yeah I know. It's going to burn this candle should. at both ends, man. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Well, I think he wants to go out on top like Peyton with the Super Bowl yeah. and just be done. Yeah. That's what I would do. I would not want to go out on a playoff loss like we did. Mm-mm. Uh, uh, Matt Ryan has been traded to the Colts. Holy crap. That was a shocker. Uh, you know, we, we've talked about this for years that, you know, his contract is just totally unsustainable over there at Atlanta. Yeah. I think he was at. Forty some million this year. It might have even been fifty million. He was. It was over forty. I want to say forty one, forty two, forty five, maybe. That's just that's a lot of money, unless you're Deshaun Watson. And 
So anyhow, he goes to the Colts, and it's just so weird that the NFC South now has no long-term quarterbacks, you know, for so long. I mean, he's been in the league since, what, 2008? Yes. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what's that? 14 years we've been playing in when he was the young gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cam Newton, Drew Brees, Matt Ryan. And we've had to put up with those guys for 15 years, some even longer. Now, it's all new bucks. They they got rid of Matt Ryan, uh, and they ended up immediately signing uh, Marcus Mariota. Would he have like within an hour. Yeah, he had connections to Arthur Smith because they were at Tennessee, Tennessee yeah, offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah. Which that's just I'm like, and then the New Orleans Saints have re-signed Jameis Winston. I'm like, what is this? Just a gift to the NFC South? I know. And Tom Brady, to your point, is the longest tenured quarterback <laughs> in the in NFC, NFC South. South. <laughs> Like, how That's ridiculous funny. is that? That is funny. So we don't know who the Carolina's quarterback is yet. Uh, no. They still got Sam Darnold. Yeah, they ain't going to start him, I don't think. But I, I don't care if they do or not. I don't care who they get. <laughs> ain't nobody out there. But, yeah, Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. How crazy is that? Number one I and know. number two pick. Well, and they'll forever be tied together. Yeah. Because, I mean, the whole offseason that year, that's all we heard. Who was yeah. getting drafted first? And then the very first game was us against Tennessee, remember? Oh, I forgot and about that. Yeah, they came out and whooped us. Right? Not surprised. That was like Marcus Mariota's best game ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's and James, had a weird. Jameis like, threw a pick six, first play. Uh huh. Sounds about right. Uh, Marcus has had a really weird career. Like, of the two, Jameis has been more consistent. Stable. Yeah. yeah, stable. Just odd. Oh, but I mean, it appears the Bucks made the right choice there between the two. Jameis got it's a twenty-eight. It's a two-year deal. It's a base value of twenty-eight million, and twenty-one is guaranteed. Yeah, that's a, it was a pretty big contract considering, you know, he only started a few games for him last year. And coming off injury. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not a huge contract, but for yeah. what he's done for him, that's a pretty big contract. So looks to me like they plan on having him as a starter. I, I don't know what they're thinking over there, but I'm I'm not mad about it. I, I, I want to see what he's like after the injury. Like, is he going to stay in the pocket more? I don't think so. At all. I don't think he can. I don't I think, think so. He's just ingrained in him. No, yeah. He, well, he trains that way. <laughs> I mean, he is creating trainer. that. Yes. He is creating that muscle memory. And that's how he trains. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get a full season of him with his corrected vision. Remember, we didn't get that all year last yeah, year. You are correct. Interesting. Oh, so crazy. And the Saints also lost their tackle Taron Armstead went to the Dolphins so he was like one of the big free agents out there as far as the offensive lineman goes so they lost him he probably was like yeah I don't want that running quarterback gonna make me look bad <laughs> I know, so right? what happened to Donovan like, no thanks you know yeah those both those offensive lines are gonna look like crap this year I know. Well, Atlanta's has for yeah, years. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that place. They cannot build an offensive line. They spend all their money on receivers and quarterback. But even drafting? Yeah. Like, we've had a lot of luck drafting. Is it really luck, though? Hmm. I mean, you're right. It's true. Uh, speaking of, oh, gosh. Oh, you want to go over our offensive line moves? Yeah. A good segue there. Yeah. We didn't even plan this, guys. It just happens organically. <laughs> We're just that good. <laughs> We're just that good. Uh, oh, so we got some information on Aaron Stinney's deal. He is on a league minimum $1.035 million base. Uh, and then he gets a week one 
like roster bonus. And so he has a total of $1.4 million cap hit. Is that a new deal? Yeah, Stinny. Remember, hmm. we signed him on a one-year deal. This is his deal, okay. his contract. So if he ends up starting for us and we're paying $1.4 million for a starting guard. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I don't see why he wouldn't start. I don't either. I mean, to me, you earned it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he filled in for Alex Kappa, he did as good, if not better. I'm not opposed to him competing for the job, right. but I think the bias should be in his favor. Yeah. I think he should get some, like, bonus points there. We got Fred Johnson, the tackle from the Bengals. Not to be confused with Fred Johnson from The Expanse. Oh, my gosh. That was the best <laughs> comment we got on your video. Kudos to whoever did that. I forget who it was. Yeah. Uh, it took me, like, two readings. And I was like, oh, I get that reference. Yeah. We and <clears throat> I want to ask this. We just recently finished watching the season finale of that or the show finale and what in the world happened you know okay. one what happened that this is not bucks related but what happened to the uh, proto molecule i mean that just like that whole storyline just disappeared oh my gosh and two what happened on that planet with the little dog things that brought that boy back to life that whole storyline just disappeared it, just disappeared. it had no, no bearing whatsoever on anything, on anything. It, and he was creepy. He reminded me of, um, like, the Korean, the grudge. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Um, you expected to see where, yeah, crawl the out of the TV. Yeah. It was crazy looking. He freaked me out. Um, yeah, that show never, I had the hardest time following that show so it many It did times. jump around a lot. And it seemed like the last episode, they just wrapped it up real quick. And it didn't, didn't seem like they had planned that. You know, it's kind of like they went, oh, well, you know, we're canceling the show. So just go ahead and wrap it up. And they're like, okay. I think for sure canceling it. Like it's done forever. Oh, Please God. But so. like. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good show to start off with. And then like, like, the like first most shows. season and then the rest of it, they just. Yeah. Guys, I don't know. I had a hard time with it sometimes. Like who is this person? Why are they mad at each other again? So much drama. So much. So much drama. But I heard the books are worse, which is unusual. Oh, those are, these are based off a book? Yeah. Hey, I didn't know yeah. that. Hmm. So. So, yeah. It, so, so it, it, um, oh, last thing I'll say, aesthetically, it looked very good. It was good oh, for yeah, a space very, show. Yeah, very good for a space great, show. Great effects. The uh, ships were cool. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got Fred Johnson as a backup tackle. Uh, we need that. We, we did re-sign Josh, Al, Josh Wells. He ended up getting a one-year, like $1 million deal, something around there. And so they're going to compete for the backup job. We'll, we'll, we probably keep both of them. I ain't going to lie. I hope so, yeah. yeah. We normally keep, what, nine offensive linemen. Yeah, so. and then we've also got Hainsey and Mulchin, who they were both draft picks in the okay. last few years or undrafted free agents that we picked up. So, um I, you know, I, I love it. I love it's it's one of those um, if you don't pay attention to it because you have a great starting offensive line and then one of your dudes gets hurt or two of your dudes get hurt. Like you are hosed if mm -hmm. you have not been shoring up the line. And so I just love that they're focusing on the offensive line and the, the depth there. Yeah, with us getting Shaq Mason, and you know, I think Stinny uh, will do a good about job. About him too. I love all this. Yeah, I mean Sha Shaq Mason, the film I've watched, man, he's gonna be great. Yes. <clears throat> you know, Alex Kappa was good, definitely a tougher guy, but he was the weakest link in that chain, and he, you know, he screwed up quite a bit. Uh, but that Shaq Mason, he he looks like he's gonna be, he's gonna put some weapons on people. I like that. I'm excited to see him play. Yes, him right beside Jensen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's good that they went out and did that. So now we don't have to worry about it in the draft. And again, you know, we in the draft, it looks like we're going to be able to do, you know, pick the best person available. We're not, mm -hmm. we're not targeting any spots in particular. Then again, our defensive line, 
you know, we might be a little thin there if we don't get Sue back. We'll see what happens. I think we're going to get him back. You know, he's been out on the free market. It hasn't got any any bites that I'm aware of. I think he's living his best life. I don't think he's in a rush. Apparently, the Bucks are talking to his people. It's in it's in the works. Yeah, he always signs late with us anyhow. Yeah. So. We'll get him back on a one-year deal, probably. If we get him back on like a two- or three-year deal, then you know Tom Brady's staying. <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. We did bring back Golston, which that was one. Yes. Really, but yeah. we only gave him a one-year deal. That was... Yeah. I didn't love that, but... Four and a half million, right? Oh, is that what it was? I think it was. Um, it's about what he's been making. Yeah. And... He it's his tenth season, so maybe that was it. But to me, I still see him as a young buck because I remember yeah. when he got drafted. When he came in, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, you know, you you take it for granted. And plus, he never went further than like a rotational guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I kind of see him, I guess, uh, as far as far as like um, pecking order, he's mm. kind of. Not at the bottom, but below the top guy. Yeah, you know, I was really surprised somebody didn't grab him because I definitely think he could be a starter, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, that, I've said that about most of the, our backups. Most of our backups could be starters on other teams. But I don't know, for some reason, he just doesn't get the, the love he deserves. Well, when you got so many big names on our defensive line, like he's yeah. going to get buried. Yeah. I mean, again, in the pecking order, like he's way down there compared to all the the stars we got. We got uh, Ronald Jones, our running back, second round, 38th overall pick in the 2018 draft. He's gone to Kansas City. Whoa. Yeah. I was not. okay. I was not surprised that we did not bring him back. Me neither. To me, he never lived up to the coaching staff's expectations, and I think that they gave him ample opportunity to do so. I just don't think he's their type of player. No. I think he's a little too I don't I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but I think he's too soft for them. Okay. Um, I just you know, Todd McNair had talked about how Rojo was a little more like sensitive. Yeah. And so I read up after he said that, I read up on it and they talked about there was a um piece from when Rojo was in college and they talked about how his dad like he didn't have a strong father figure, his dad, you know, they had his parents had divorced and so he didn't see his dad a lot, but his you know, he was always very bashful as a kid and would hang out like behind people. His dad would take him to football games and stuff and have him meet players and he would just hide behind his dad and he was always very unsure of himself. And it seemed like a lot of that was still uh, there when he got to the professional level. And just to me, he never really shook it. He never got that confidence. And to me, BA is only going to hold your hand so long. Yes. And, you know, he did have the Buccaneers' longest run in franchise history. It was at 96 yards against Carolina Panthers. Uh, great run, you know, and he could pop off some stuff. Uh, but he, he, was, he was a runner. You know, he wasn't a pass catcher and he wasn't a blocker. And those two things are vital in this offense. I mean, if you were to ask Bruce Arians in order, what do you want your running backs to do of those three things? He would say, pass protection, catch the ball, and run the ball mm-hmm. in those three or those three mm-hmm. ways. And Ronald Jones was not good at pass protection at all. And, you know, his, his receiving wasn't the greatest in the world. I mean, you got Leonard Fournette out there now catching one handed passes. You know, and Leonard Fournette has really, really upped his game in pass protection. And Fournette's a great runner. So Rojo just, you know, just couldn't get past 
you know, that four net was just beating him out in all three of those things. So we'll see how he does in Kansas City. I'm wishing the best over there. He's in the AFC. We do play Kansas City this year, so I hope he does not do well in that game. Uh, but as long as he's in the AFC, I, you know, I ain't got no, no beef against him, no strife. Do people yeah. still say beef? I don't know. Beef. I'm the wrong person to ask about what the kids are saying. <laughs> but you're hip and cool, man. Go, Daddy. You're not a square. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the the Fournette deal, I was very happy about that. Very happy about that because, you know, I mean, it's a little bit more money. I, I was thinking $5 million and $7 million. I'm like, okay, it's not my money. I don't give a crap. But... You know, he has just gotten so good at those three levels of the game. Now, he was always a great runner. The guy is elite level when it comes to following his blockers and running where he's supposed to run. I mean, elite. And he taught Rojo a lot with that because Rojo, when he first came in, he was grabbing the ball and then just shooting, going wherever he wanted to damn well please. We had, we actually had an issue with that with all of our running backs there for, for a while. And uh, Fournette come in, and it seemed like – Shortly thereafter, you started seeing Rojo reading his keys, following his blockers, and all that good stuff. And I was like, oh, he's getting that from Leonard Fournette. Because Leonard Fournette is great at that. I mean, just fantastic. I, I know I've said this on the, the – but it's just fun to watch on the All-22. You know, when he gets the handoff, I'll stop it, and I'll look at the line and how they're blocking and everything. And I'll go like, all right, here's where he's supposed to go. And then I'll be like, okay. And here's where he should go based on his keys. And then I'll unpause it. And sure enough, every single time he goes to the right spot. It's incredible. It really is. So I was I was very happy to have him back. And his pass protection has gotten really, really good. And like yeah. I said, his, pa- his, his receiving, when I mean, he was making one-handed catches last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. That I one for he, a touchdown was beautiful. Just boop, one-hander. He, he definitely earned that spot. Yes. Yeah. And I like that the coaching staff – recognize that and pay them and i think brady really likes him too yeah so whatever brady wants. yeah you know he had the most catches in the nfc really uh ronald jones did for running back i mean not ronald fournette. jones fournette yeah i think it was <laughs> that's crazy huh can't remember yeah and he's such a momentum builder like mm-hmm. he can pop off some runs to the point where it really energizes the offense yeah, I would like to see us do more running this year. It was something so aggravating. Uh, like, again, in the Rams game, the divisional playoffs game, you know, Fournette comes out. The, we handed it to him three times, and he got, like, 20-some yards. And then <laughs> the rest of the just game, he was just, yeah. you know, and, and we did that so much last year. But we don't know how much of that is Tom Brady and how much of that is Byron Leftwich because from what we've been hearing – Tom Brady decides, you know, he gets two plays called in and he decides if it's going to be a run or a pass. And it's Tom Brady. So it's almost always going to be a pass. <laughs> I mean, he'll pass it to the runner, but yeah, uh, he's just not, you know, Tom Brady wants the ball. So mm-hmm. I think that's one of the reasons why we don't see a big emphasis on our run game. Although, you know, Bruce Aaron's offense is not built around the run at all. Mm-hmm. You know, his runners are mainly pass catchers and protectors. So, are we at the point in our offense where we kind of need to shake it up this year? I mean, they have two years of film on us already. Yeah, no, they have all the film in the world that can't stop us. Now we got Russell Gage too. Godwin's back, <laughs> hopefully from his injury. He'll be back at the start of the season, right, or at least around October. Yeah. And uh, you know, got Russell Gage. We'll probably draft a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Scotty Miller. Hopefully, we'll keep him. You know, got Perriman back. I know that receiver room. I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. I don't even, uh, to me, I don't feel like we need to draft anybody, but whatever. Like, draft a running back. It is amazing at how it went from such a depressing time <laughs> to where this takes like, You know, <laughs> one minute Tom Brady's retired, Ali Marpet retires. We all want to die. You know, we, we've got just, all these free agents that we I just I was about know. to retire. Yeah. And then next thing we know, boom, boom, boom. And now our team's looking better than it was last year. It's like, what? I know. Draft's going to be exciting. See who we Yeah, get. I'm excited about the draft. This yeah. is like the first draft I've ever. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Because we have 
Uh, so few. Well, I don't feel like we have any holes. I feel like again, it's another draft where it's like, oh, we just got a best available. You know, we yeah. can make some upgrades, but we don't really need anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, and and I don't know anything about the draft. I don't know who's good. Or what what type of draft it is this year? I heard well, it's not a quarterback draft. And... These are all the COVID players. These are all the players oh, who right. have spent the last two years in college going through COVID, not touching each other. Yeah, <laughs> so you're like, okay, let's see how this goes. I mean, it's gonna. I, it wouldn't surprise me if it's a very weak draft class all around. Yeah. Huh. But I don't know. Time time will tell. We'll see. Yeah. Well, with all the rule changes in football, it's going to be. Flag football, anyhow, eventually. Yeah. It's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of flag football, there's a warrant out for the arrest of former Bucks receiver Mike Williams. You remember him? I do. Back in those. The, yes. Back in the uh, the, the, the youngery days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he He's was. still youngery. You know, God, that team. <laughs> what happened? What happened? If you were to say to somebody, if you were to come up to somebody and say, okay, here's a team. I'm going to name off these players, and you tell me if this team is any good or not. Okay. LeGarrette Blunt, Akeem Tlaib, Mike Williams, Kevin Winslow, Jr., uh, uh, Gerald McCoy, uh, Michael – what was his name? The defensive end. Uh, Bennett. Bennett. Michael Bennett. Uh, you know, Adrian Claiborne. Adrian Claiborne. Uh, you know, if you start and then you name them all off, it's like Donald Penn and and Larson and all those guys. And then you were like, oh yeah, and they had a, a, a quarterback in Josh Freeman. Aren't too many people on the planet would go, well, that's going to be a winning team at least. I mean, we had a monster team. Those were some monster players. And man, that team just blew up in 2011. Never seen anything like it. And I want to know what happened. But anyhow, Mike Williams was part of that, and he had some off-the-field issues. I don't remember exactly where they were, but I remember everybody had off-the-field issues. That was why we brought Greg Schiano in to clean up the locker room because they were all doing drugs and going to the strip clubs with uh, – Ralph was mad. He was not invited. <laughs> That's kind of reporting I want to do right there, <laughs> up close and personal. Uh, so, you know, and then we had the the coach was going with them. You know, it was a little too too much of a player's coach, I guess. And so we had to bring Greg Schiano in. He cleaned the house. And, man, that hurt. It hurt. You know, when he got rid of Michael Bennett, I was like, what? And then the one that really was a knife to the heart was LeGarrette Blount. Oh, man, that hurt me so bad. I loved LeGarrette Blount. Loved him. But it is what it is. Anyhow, Mike Williams, uh, we traded him to the – Jets, I think it was, right? We did? I don't remember. I have PTSD from that whole. Yeah. Blacked it out. No, no, it was the Bills. That's right. Uh, this was in 2014. Um, mm-hmm. And he ended up playing for the Bills. Only recorded eight catches with them. And then that was the end of his career. So anyhow, there's a warrant out for his arrest right now for failing to appear on a misdemeanor battery charge in October last year. No, October 2020. That was two years ago. Uh, apparently he was accused of hitting his girlfriend in the face and chest multiple times with closed handed fist. Not like that sissy Will Smith stuff. (laughs) (laughs) He balled it up. Uh, And she ended up getting some contusions, some small cuts over her eyes, according to the police report. And then he missed the court date in January. So they arrested. I'm not sure if he's been arrested yet or not. Now he's still got a house in Tampa. So that's where the arrest warrant was from. So that's fun news, right? <sighs> wow. This yeah. is weird. Didn't he? Didn't he want to be a DJ or a music rapper? Yeah, he was a rapper. He wanted yeah. to be a rapper. Yeah. yeah he was trying Antonio, to start a music career. Him and Antonio Brown should get together. Yeah. Did you see Antonio Brown with that fight on Instagram or whatever with that girl? It was. Yeah, he's accusing someone of not paying him. <laughs> Which is just, just, have you ever seen anyone with less self-awareness? What is up with him, man? There are some serious issues there. Yeah, 
Yeah, and, I don't know. And, you know, he's texting this girl. And he's like, give me my money. And she's like, okay, what's your PayPal address? And he was like, just give me my money. And he's like, she's like, I'm trying to give it to you. What? Where do you want me to send it? And he was like, I'm going to get you back for this. And she's like, please don't do this. I'm going to give you your money. And then he like did it anyhow and sent it out to the whole world. So and- did he, okay, wait a minute, stop right there. Did he screenshot those text messages yes. and post them? Yes. Like where she's like, send me your PayPal. Yeah. And he's, he and, did, okay. He doesn't know. I mean, remember when he did this with Juju? Yeah. He texts the stuff out and it makes him look like an idiot Well, every he time. did the same thing to BA. Like this dude. Yeah. Does he have reading comprehension issues? Well, I know or, he's got writing comprehension I issues. I don't, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, so he... Confirm for me again. He screenshotted text messages mm-hmm. where he's like, bitch, pay me. And right. she's like, okay. Yeah. And so he posted that. Yes. To make her look bad. Right. I, from what I was reading, she was just trying to, you know, hey, just tell me where to send you the money and I'll send you the money. You know, and he just kept on with it and just put it out there to the world. Now, this is somebody's ex-girlfriend. Who is it? Mm-hmm. Can't remember. Somebody famous. He, you know, <laughs> he's just a mess, man. Oh my God. How he stayed as clean as he did, as long as he did here, I don't know. And he needs to stay off of Instagram. Like those thoughts are just he he can't resist a thirst trap. <laughs> yeah, you know these guys. Sometimes you just. Oh, man. Wow. Well, to me, it just goes to show how easy life is, because look at that moron. Yeah. Yeah. Look how well he's doing. Yeah, true enough. We do not know how good we got it. I know. Oh, hey, we got details on Logan Ryan's salary. So his base salary is the league minimum, $1.12 million. Really? It is. So, great deal for us. Yeah. And apparently, the New York Giants fans are pretty pissed off about that, them letting him go. They just cut him. And the general manager and the the coach were just like, well, we're just going in a different direction. And the owner was asked about it. And he was like, I have no idea why they did it. You know, he was kind of shocked. He was like, well, they're the coach and general manager. They want to do something different. So I watching his game film, I, the only film I've watched on him has been with the Giants. And, man, he is all over the place. He's that money backer. Yeah. So, you know, and that's exactly mm-hmm. what we do. You know, we've got, uh, you know, like we do with, with Whitehead and we do it mm-hmm. with Edwards and all these guys. We, we have them playing, you know, they'll play slot, cornerback, they'll – you know, they'll play in the linebacker position, they'll blitz, they're all over. And that's how, that's how he was, just all over the place. So apparently the Giants are changing up their defense to be more conservative, I guess. <laughs> they're not trying to stop passes or anything <laughs> this year. <laughs> like, we don't need to do that. Oh, I have some news. Um, Cam Brate got married. This offseason. A lot of players getting married this offseason. Dummies. What's wrong with them? Idiots. (laughs) So, there we go. Um, Okay, that's the last bit of news that I have. You got anything else? Yeah. uh, Okay. Going back to Logan Ryan, he had a press conference. Him and Shaq Mason, right? It was Shaq Mason, did a dual press conference after they signed the contract. I think it was... The Wednesday last week, maybe mm-hmm. Tuesday, and it was it was really interesting because Logan Ryan is a great public speaker. I mean, he was just you know had no issues whatsoever being in front of a camera, and he was talking so much he eventually had to go. Oh, uh, by the way, there's Shaq Mason sitting over here too, <laughs> and then they go to Shaq Mason and he he's more of the silent type mm-hmm. you know just kind of did football speak and then went back to logan ryan but it was pretty neat they asked uh, logan ryan used to play with the the patriots and he was there with uh, tom brady and of course everybody that gets in front of a microphone on the buccaneers gets asked about tom brady it's it's really quite annoying if you ask me i mean it's 
you know, and I know these guys get annoyed with it. You know, it's like, hey, I just signed a new contract. And they're, they're, the reporter's like, oh, well, so what are your thoughts on Tom Brady? Yeah. Did Tom Brady write your contract? <laughs> Was Tom Brady there? Could you tell him I said hi? And uh, they asked him about Tom Brady, and Logan Ryan had a great story. He was talking about Tom Brady's competitiveness. He said when Logan Ryan came in, Tom Brady was already about a 10-year vet at that point. And this was OTAs in April. And he said he picked Tom Brady off and got a pick six. And he said Tom Brady got so frustrated he took his helmet off and smashed it on the ground. He said pieces of helmet flying everywhere. And he said, y'all have seen it before. <laughs> and uh, it looked was, like that tablet last season. Yeah, right. And he was like, I am so amazed, or I was so amazed at the guy's what he called ultra competitiveness. Is that what he said? No, crazy competitiveness. He said, This was in OTAs in April. You know, and he's out there acting like it's a game or, you know, like they're mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. Uh, so that, that was very interesting to get a little bit of mindset of Tom Brady. But yeah, Logan Ryan seems to be very, very mature, very uh, great in front of the camera. I think he's going to bring a lot to the team. And you know, we've said that for over the past couple of years. And we need one thing we were excited when Richard Sherman was brought in after all the injuries because we need some veterans back there. You know, mm-hmm. These guys are young, uh, you know, and it, it'd be nice. And it's going to be nice to have Logan back there. Well, okay, let's think about this for a second. So we have uh, Carlton Davis. Mike Edwards, SMB, and who Winfield. am I missing? Winfield. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> Jamel Dean. Jamel Dean. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay, so these guys all drafted within the last four or five years. Like I think Carlton yeah. Davis Carlton is the Davis most is, senior. Yeah. And that was, uh, is he on his fifth year? I think so, yes. Okay. Did he not have an option the fifth year? Like, don't they normally have a four-year contract, but you can pick up a fifth-year option? Don't know. That's so usually when they draft. I think he was undrafted. I'm not sure. Okay. Anyway, uh, at this point, to me, like, we really needed a veteran back there like two years ago and never really found the mm-hmm. right fit. But don't you think it kind of shakes up the dynamic there a little bit because Carlton Davis has always been the most senior guy back there. Right. And now, he I mean, he's gotten his contract and then he's going to get, as far as seniority goes, kind of unseated by this veteran. It's just a little... Like, I, I don't think anything Carlton Davis is going to take it the wrong way or anything like that, but whenever you shake up the dynamic... It's just you never know what's going to happen. So it'll be interesting to see mm-hmm. how they respond, how mature Carlton Davis is, where Logan Ryan fits in. Yes. Maybe it'll kind of be a tandem, you know, like Levante and Devin White. Like it's kind of, they're kind of a tandem go together, you know. Mm-hmm. So maybe it'll shake out back there like that. I don't know. Like the the defensive backs, they're the grave diggers, like all together. They have a name. Are they going to let Logan in their gang? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Carlton Davis was drafted by the Buccaneers in 2018. Second round, 63rd overall. I don't know where I got undrafted from. I was looking at a list. We actually got quite a few undrafted players on our team. Uh, Surprised at how many of them were starting. So, yeah, this will be his fifth year coming up. Okay. And I guess he did not have a fifth-year option. So we just re-signed Carlton Davis. So. Yeah. Three years, $44.5 million. Yeah. So he kind of got a, a big, fat contract there. So Logan Ryan, he's designated as a safety yes. at this point, but he can play both. Yes, right. Yeah, and he said that, too. He's very versatile. I can play slot. I can play whatever. So, I'm excited to have him. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of sucks to lose Whitehead, but you know, I think Logan around will do all right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Whitehead was always fun. He was just a missile, and he just hit so hard. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that video. It was a mic'd up, and that offensive lineman, can't remember who it was, <laughs> but came up to him and said, man, you're, that's the hardest hit I've ever had. <laughs> Whitehead come in, and the guy had to block him. 
Nee. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Logan, Logan Ryan, he's a big fan of Rondé Barber. He talked quite a bit about Rondé Barber at the Because he's from the area. Yes, Logan Ryan, yeah, he's got a house there. And uh, he, you know, he sees Rondé Barber as a mentor. And he wants to be friends with Rondé Barber now that he's <laughs> a buccaneer. He's like, maybe we'll be friends. That's so cool. Well, doesn't yeah. Rondé have an office in the building? Like, oh, yeah. He can just, yeah. just pop by Rondé's office, go get a lunch date. Meeting, whatever. Yeah, and he talked about, and Will Golston talked about this too, and I've noticed a lot of guys on our team talk about this ever since Tom Brady's gotten here, but pliability and keeping your health up. Logan mm-hmm. Ryan says he's he runs marathons now because uh, he wants to be able to Leave not get tired on the, the field. Life. wants to die. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a sadist. <laughs> Uh, but he Masks. said that, that was one of the things with Rondé Barber is he wanted to know how in the world did that guy play for 16 years without missing a game? You know, he was like, that's just amazing. And of course, he also said Rondé Barber deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. So yeah, you got to love him for that. I know. He was trying to ingratiate himself with all the Buccaneers fans. Yes. Uh, but Will Golston said the same thing, too. You know, they all seem to be really focusing on their health, you know, keeping themselves uh, their cardio up, their pliability, and all that good stuff. In Will Golston, in his press conference, he says he feels better today after playing for ten years, or being this will be his tenth year after playing for nine years, that than than when he came in the league. And even BA is saying, you know, he's lost weight. Uh, he's been dealing with that injury, but he's lo- he lost a good number of pounds. Tom Brady getting everybody on the TV 12 over there. Yeah. I wonder if it is it Tom Brady or is it the strength and conditioning? I think it's Tom Brady. The trainers, probably. Yeah. The, the, you know, they've done all kinds of studies on this, but if you, the best way to lose weight is hang out with people that are skinny. Mm. Uh, The best way to get rich is hang out with people that have money. Mm. You know, uh, everything's infectious. Well, humans are, we are imitators and, you know, they say that you are a combination of the five people you hang out with the most. So anything you want to do, the best thing to do is to hang out with people that are doing what you want to do. Uh, and so, you know, Tom Brady comes in, he brings Grary in, all that. They're all focused extremely on, uh, you know, health and pliability and longevity and cardio and all that good stuff, diet. And next thing you know, everybody's doing it, you know. It did, was it Donovan Smith was he jumped on the vegan bandwagon for a while. That was after that was Gerald McCoy. Oh yeah, yeah, Gerald McCoy did it, and then yeah. Donovan got on it for a yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> didn't last. Time. Yeah, you didn't hear anything outside of it. No, after about a week. Uh, uh, Sue was big on his diet nutrition too. Well, they need to pay attention to whatever he's doing. Yeah. That guy has missed a game in his whole career. Due he's to like injury. a big foodie. Too. Is he? Yeah. Huh. And uh, wine. They love wine. He's so uppity. He is a lot. You would think he's, but yeah. I mean, he's big into business. You know, he's got all of his businesses mm-hmm. and finance and the housing market. And, it, you know, he's got his, his uh, he's got a degree in architecture, right? Or engineering. What is it? Can't remember. Construction something. Construction management something. Yeah. Yeah. But he's got a business. Uh, he's got like 10 businesses. Mm-hmm. And, you know. But, I mean, just the, the fact that he can stay as healthy, you know, never miss a game. He never he never comes out of a game. I know. You know? He I never mean, looks tired. Yeah, right. Yeah, and he's out there. He plays hard. Yeah. I, I don't see him taking plays off out there. So, yeah, that is amazing. I, I like to see it, though. We could use it. You know, all the injuries we had last year, mm-hmm. man, that was tough. That mm-hmm. was tough. I don't. Th- I can't see that happening again this year. Now, the biggest injuries to our team was Shaq Barrett and JPP. Yeah, you know that hurt us more than anything. And when Shaq Barrett did come back, he was not the old Shaq Barrett. You know, during the the Rams divisional playoff game, him and JPP were completely non-factors in that. I mean, JPP was he was trying, you know, and he was getting his arm in there every now and then, and you know, trying to knock balls out and everything. I think he did bat a ball down once. 
but Barrett was just manhandled by uh, that right tackle. I mean, there, there was a, he got by him once, maybe twice, but he, Barrett, you know, he was wearing that brace, mm-hmm. and you could just tell he just was not. And JPP all year long could barely move his arm, his left arm, right? So, but he was out there struggling. I hope we bring him back. I really do. Just I do too. I wonder if they're just waiting to see how his rehab goes mm-hmm. after his surgery. There was rumors that Dallas was looking at him, but nothing's coming out with that. Yeah. So. Oh, that'd be upsetting. Yeah. We'll see. I hope we bring him back. I agree with you. Yeah. You see that energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that might have been a lot of last year was him being hurt and not having the same energy that he had. Yeah. 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 And I mean, he was totally ineffective. He was just a body out there, basically. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I did like, you know, like during the Rams game when they were getting ready to spike the ball, you know, that last play right mm-hmm. before the field goal, JPP was not letting up, man. I mean, you know, he he got down there and got down in position and tried to knock that ball away before it was spiked. I love that. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, that's like, that's like yeah, that's what you got to do, man. You yeah. got to give it your all all the time. And uh, so, you know, I, I'd like to see him come back, man. Just give him a shot at redemption. Like, again, you don't want to see that as his last season with the Bucks, Yeah. Or, you know, ever in the NFL. Yeah. So. Fade out. Exactly. The On April 4th, which is next Monday, uh, clubs with new head coaches can start their off-season workouts. So we are already starting on off-season workouts, which is just crazy, insane to me. Uh, the league meeting is going on now. BA yeah, apparently th- was supposed to have a press conference today with the media and didn't for personal reasons. You know why? He got a little. <laughs> he got a little tipsy. He knows better to get in front of the camera when he's <laughs> they, tipsy. <laughs> they were saying Matt Rule was like crushing it on the dance floor, and I'm like. <laughs> Yo, get some video of his drunk ass on the dance floor. <laughs> we gotta see this. I know they they came out. They said that they're changing the overtime rules in the postseason only, uh, so that both teams get a possession. Okay. I don't, why would they do it in the postseason only, not the regular season? I don't, yeah, I don't like that. I hate how they're always experimenting with rules, like yeah. the yeah. pass interview interference review. Right. Like, you know, that was one year. Yeah. Totally changed that year. Yeah. And then they just got rid of it. Yep. yep. And the refs were all pissy about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they they changed the Rooney rule to now it's mandatory that you have to have a minority, which includes women. How that happens, I don't know. How, how in the world are women considered minorities? Uh, you have to have a minority or a woman – on your assistant coaching staff at Bear Mental. That's a, that's a, that's a rule now. So, Didn't they start kind of lower year. the bar? I mean, how many coaching staffs don't have a minority yeah. assistant? Right. I don't know. So does that just? I mean, to me, I'm just thinking about all. I mean, how far? De- I mean, how far? What counts? What doesn't count? Like, where's the right. where's the line? Right. I don't know. I don't know either. I just, I oh, just trying to make people feel better. And they are still going to focus extremely hard on unsportsmanship penalties, like taunting. Now, read appara- the room, morons. <laughs> I know, like, nobody what likes the- that. Well, apparently the NCAA is pushing them to do this. I don't know what's up with that. It's because the players they're pushing out of college are soft. Yeah. And they're like, don't hurt their feelings. <laughs> Next, we're going to get safe spaces on the sidelines. <laughs> cookies and ice cream. I know. They'll be just full it's of coming. puppies. It's full coming. of puppies. Yeah. And then a separate room for people who are triggered by puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Never ending. <laughs> Triggered by puppies. You know, there are some weirdos out there. Oh yeah, there's quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. There's got to be people that are triggered by puppies. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Oh yeah. Uh, I I put out a video, and this was you know just one of those things that I stumbled upon 
in my digging through stats and stuff. And I've seen it. It's been picked up. I actually saw a national article on this. So, you know, but of course, they didn't give me credit for it. Why would they? <laughs> uh, but Brady, when he throws his, when he walks out on the field at the start of the season, will break the record as the oldest quarterback to start an NFL game. Uh, it was previously held by Steve DeBerg when he played for the Atlanta Falcons in 1998 at the age of 44 years and 275 days old. Brady's going to turn 45 on August 3rd. That's a month before the start of the season. So he's going to blow that record away. Uh, so by the end, you know, when we win the Super Bowl in February, he's going to be 45 and a half. And if he continues playing, I mean, he's just going to who, – who's ever going to beat that record, you know? You can't. I know. Who who do we have? Uh, okay, Matt Ryan. Yeah, who's, who's even close? Yeah. Um, it would be what? <laughs> 10 years before. I know. He- Can you see like Matt Ryan playing for another seven years? No. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. He might could behind that Colts offensive line. He ain't going to get beat up like he did at Atlanta. Maybe, but like, does he have, I don't know. We don't even know what his skill is like at this point because he's yeah. just been. Past couple years. He's really been, yeah, yeah. The past couple of years. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. He's, I, I can't remember how old he is. Maybe 37. We see him playing another seven years. He's already talking about retiring. Mm-hmm. We've been asking that question for two years. Is he going to retire? Um, Russell Wilson. Mm. Do we see him playing 045? I do not. No. No. Mm-mm. You never know. But it, in any case, it's going to be a long time before it. There's even a shot for it to be broken. I, I think Matt Ryan's the closest, like you said. I don't know. There might be a backup. That's is Josh McCown still in? <laughs> with... Oh, uh, Josh, Josh Johnson. D- Josh Johnson. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh! How old is he? I know. I mean, see, he came in the league in like 2009 or something. Okay. So that's yeah, only 2013 years. And... Okay, so he's like early 30s or. Late 30s? 35. 35. Okay. Young Buck, he, you know. Yeah, he could stay Make back there. 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So that's interesting that, you know, the day one without even throwing a pass, as soon as he steps on the field, boom, record broken. He's got to make it to that day. Hey. You can do it, Brady. Yeah. <laughs> So we have, here are all the guys that we've lost in free agency. Jordan Whitehead, he's gone to the Jets. Ali Marpet, he retired. Alex Kappa went to the Bengals. O.J. Howard, gone to the Bills. And Ronald Jones went to the Chiefs. Some pretty big guys there, you know. Uh, Jordan Whitehead, Ali Marpet, Alex Kappa. Uh, those are all starters. Ronald Jones, O.J. Howard, you know, they weaved in and out starting position every now and then uh we signed in free agency we've signed logan ryan from the giants shaq mason from the patriots russell gage from the falcons and fred johnson from the Bengals. we have re-signed will golston chris godwin carlton davis ryan jensen leonard fournette and josh wells so that leaves us unsigned free agents on the team remaining is jpp Damakong Sue, Gronkowski, Gabbert, Richard Sherman, Giovanni Bernard, Kevin Minter, Steve McClendon, Andrew Adams, Curtis Riley, Pat O'Connor. Oh, Zach Triner, I'm sorry. He has been re-signed, our long snapper. Mm-hmm. Yes, we just re-signed him yesterday. Uh, Donald Stanley and Le'Veon Bell. Now, most of those, we don't know, don't really... No big deal, but uh, JPP, Sue, Gronkowski, and that's about it. Those are the three big ones we're worried mm-hmm. about. So I'm kind of curious about Giovanni and Bernard because, you know, we brought back Leonard Fournette. We have, so now we have three running backs under contract. Do we draft? Draft, yeah. Well, we just, you know, I mean, that's what we got out of Keyshawn Vaughn. He hasn't really yeah. done a whole lot. 
Uh, I can't catch for nothing. Yeah. He's got the worst um, completion <laughs> ratio in the league, I think. Every time he, like, drops one, it's like he gets worse the next yeah. time. Like, yeah. it's just You can tell it really affects snowballed. him. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. What do we do? Do we look for free agency? I think uh, B.A. would probably prefer that. You know, yeah. bring Le'Veon Bell back or Bernard or whatever. It'd be nice yeah. to have, you know, those stable guys back there that can mm-hmm. pretty much do it all. Yeah, yeah. Le'Veon Bell, Just, man, what, it's amazing how far he fell. I know. You know, that's what happens when you're running back trying to hold out. I know. Yeah, you can't do it anymore. Yeah. Goodness. Well, I think Antonio Brown, like, was a bad influence. That's my theory. Mm, good theory. So we'll see with the running back room. That'll be interesting to watch. Um, the defensive line, I mean, we had some defensive guys in there from the line, uh, McClendon and Pat O'Connor. Pat is coming off of an MCL injury. So, you know, I don't know what they're going to do there. McClendon, to me, I'm, I'm, are they going to look more towards the draft? Because that's what we've heard, that it's pretty flush with defensive linemen. So you replace those guys? Or do you bring back the guys that you know? Right. Hmm. I, you know, McClendon, he's just a guy. Mm-hmm. You know, not bad, not good, but, you know, he's a body. Uh, we got Taco. We got Golston. Nacho. <laughs> Taco. We got Burrito. We got Chalupa. Chalupa. <laughs> Taco. Uh, so, you know, we're not doing too bad there. It'd be yeah. nice to... How many defensive linemen do we normally keep? Uh, six. So we've got Vita, Golston... Nacho. Ooh. Yeah. That's our. Dang. Yeah. Um, Man, we could use some help there. Yeah, and we've had guys like I know the I'm past. Missing co- I know. I I think we are too. Uh, we've we have guys that we've brought in the last few years. Practice squad guys. I can't think of any of them right now. <laughs> you know, we had some guys. Those guys. Those guys. <laughs> so, you know, we could use a little help there, but if you draft them, like, let's do that. Oh, we got uh, Benning Patoe. Okay. Uh, Kobe Smith. Yeah, okay. Right? Like these guys. Yeah, these guys. Hmm. That's not that's not a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, we could we could use some drafting on the defensive yeah. line. Yeah. Huh. That, that especially if we don't resign Sue, we're gonna have to do that. Huh. Yeah, any of you guys that know the, the good defensive linemen in the draft, let me know so I can look at some film on them. Hmm. I didn't realize we were so thin there. So that that might be what we focus on in the draft. What what is our draft position? It's pretty low. I think twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Yeah. I wonder if we'll trade up. I you or know trade down. Yeah i I don't see them trading up. I don't. I don't know. You know, we traded up for Tristan Wirfs, but mm-hmm. we really needed somebody there. Like, we don't have anywhere that's, like, a huge... God, what a great draft pick, Hillman, Winfield, mm-hmm. Ward. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. It's rare you hit a mile of the park like that. You got two all pros, man. Yeah. Winfield does not get enough credit. I know. He's so fun. Yeah, yeah. Just for the for the meme, the, the this meme. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> the, the peace sign and Tyreek Hill. That Is that best. what brought the taunting yes. into the league? Yes. The whole rule thing, that? Because they hurt little Tyreek Hill's feelings. Speaking of Tyreek Hill, he went to the Dolphins. 
$75 million contract for three years. What the hell is going on at the Chiefs, though? I know. Where they're losing everybody. Yeah. I ain't mad. Something weird. Like, I think maybe they're trying to salvage everything and just jettison everybody. But unfortunately, it's like their best player, Tyreek Hill. Like, what are you doing? There is no way on the planet I would get rid of Tyreek Hill. I know. Like, he's just different. Mm -hmm. There's no player in the league that is like him. Right. Yeah, he's so fast and shifty. Yes, he's a game changer. I mean, just what he did to us, like 200 Mm -hmm. yards in the first quarter. Yeah, first half, yeah. yeah. What in the world? So, just silly. Just silly, silly. Yeah, but the Miami paying him $25 million a year. I mean, that's quarterback money. I don't know. I mean, our guys are making twenty. Yeah, true enough. Chris Godwin. I mean, he paid us a little bit extra for Tyreek Hill. I yeah. yeah, we would too. We couldn't, though. We couldn't afford that yeah. for sure. Uh, Miami, though, what's going to happen over there? Yeah. Yeah. They, well, they got uh, th- Taron Armstead to the tackle from the Saints. So. Yeah. Yeah. They might be uh, wait gunning for some good games this year. Didn't they just get a quarterback too? Like, I think they're be going behind to a uh, an upper set. It was. I don't think it was a good quarterback. Let's just not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the two teams that I think are going to do. Make a run for it in the AFC next year. One I think is going to surprise everybody, but the Jets. Uh, mm-hmm. I you know I I don't know if they'll make the playoffs, but I think they are really going to surprise people next year. Like I said, watching them in our game, man, they play good football, just solid. They just did not make mistakes and almost beat us too. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, but the Colts. Yeah. You know, I think the Colts are really going to be good this year. I'm interested to see how Matt Ryan bounces back and, you know. Well, I, I, you know, he's got a – they got a great offensive line, great running game, probably best, second best running game in the league, maybe the best, you know, and those guys block. You know, they're, they're a blocking and tackling team. And, you know, Matt Ryan's going to not have a whole lot to worry about back there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the first time in his career pretty much. <laughs> right, but I mean, the last couple of years, what's that done to his mental state? Yeah, last year especially, you know, see, so he, yeah. he got wrapped up in that Mahomes effect, and he was yeah. trying to do stuff Matt Ryan is not built to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it might it might have screwed him up. He's got PTSD. I know. Yeah. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. That's who's behind. Oh, so. okay, okay. Yeah, so a potential starter yeah. to compete with Tua. Yeah. Until one of them gets hurt, and then the other one will start, and then they'll get hurt. Man, God damn! Who's their third string? They get uh, right now. It's Chris Streveler. Oh, okay, Streveler. Whoa. This is their wide receivers. They got Jalen Waddle, Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, and Tyreek Hill. Good lord! Yeah, that Waddle was good last year. He was a yeah rookie. Hey, Philip Lindsay's. That's where he went. We were in. just talking about him. The well, other he went day. to Houston, and yeah. then, yeah. Gosh, he's just bounced around. Yeah, I really thought he was going to do something in I Denver, but then next thing you know, he's gone, and mm-hmm. he's just bounced around. But they got Raheem Mostert and Chase Edmonds at running back. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, they might be contenders. Yeah. Well, they were okay last year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right there, it seemed like. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting year, man. A lot of big changes. Mm-hmm. Hey, you said that every time something happened, you're like, this is the most weirdest yeah. offseason I've ever seen. Yeah. But, you know, I wonder also, like, is it the COVID effect? Because there's been the draft is kind of unreliable, has been the last couple of years. And so does that make the trade market mm-hmm. go crazy? Like, That's a good you point. go for who's reliable. Huh. Yeah, because a lot of these guys coming out of college haven't played a lot in the past couple yeah. of years. And and if they have, they've had stupid rules. Yep. And, you know, what does that do to your mental state, too? Like knowing, oh, uh, 
we're going to play, but you might get a deadly plague. Like, you know, what does that do to your mental state when you're on the field? Do you play as hard? All kinds of stuff. Yes. Very interesting. How long until we got till the draft? When is that? The 28th of April. Of April. All right. Right 20, around the corner. Every year we do this, we say, you know what? We need to do a live draft stream. But then no. we, yeah, last year Molly was like, good Lord, this thing is, what is it, like four hours? Long. Well, I watched another live stream with some That's other right. podcasters. Yeah, we did. And I was like, wow, like that is a we, lot. And I be, could not have done that. We would be so drunk by the end of it. We'd be. And like Molly goes to bed at like nine o'clock. Yeah. Like I can't hang. So. This is true. I would be very boring after a little while. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for the news. Uh, you know, this this week so far has been kind of kind of quiet on the the free agency front. Not a whole lot of signings going on. Hopefully, we'll find out about JPP, Sue, and uh, Gronk. Those are the three big ones we're we're looking at left. I can't see Gronk not playing, but it's possible he could. You know, stay retired or whatever, just not come back. Uh, you know, he could go to the Bills or whatever. Who knows? And then at that point, we got to draft another tight end. Yeah, we're 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 gonna be short tight ends. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, we so know. maybe we focus on that in the draft. Yeah, there you go. Could be. Are there any tight ends in the draft? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> but we're so down to Brait and who Cody else? McElroy. Yeah, I think it's another one. So, uh, you know, we got a lot of a lot of stuff to worry about coming up, and then the draft in a month. So there's going to be some interesting things going on, and we'll we'll keep you updated on everything. Just keep listening to us; you'll know you'll know the ins and outs. We got you. <laughs> the ups and downs. Anything else, Molly? That'll do it. No, nope, that's it. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for us, man. We're so excited! It's going to be a great year, another Super Bowl run. Ooh, feels good to say that. <laughs> All right, till next time. Go Bucks. <laughs>